Okay, good morning, everybody. It's Tony Fleming. This is our 7 a.m. mindset call. We do this call uh, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Really, it's our mindset mental toughness call. You know, mental toughness is kind of like a bullet point under mindset. Uh, but we emphasize the mental toughness, which is uh, to be able to fight through a lot of struggle, a lot of, you know, issues and still have success because uh, the world is going to throw a lot of stuff at us. And so, you know, we emphasize that. All right. So let's go this morning. But, you know, before we do that, we must do this. Good morning, good morning. Let's go. Got a text message just right quick. Says, Tony, what do you think puts a person in the mindset of, of I deserve to win? What you think puts I, that I deserve to win? He says, I never thought that books put a person in that mindset. He said, although I'm a voracious reader. He says, I know people that don't read who are winning. I do too. I always talk about those people. But they are few and far between. You always talk about those guys. There's some people out here that are very successful. Very successful. But they don't read. They don't read at all. Or they read the Bibles. They say, I only read the Bible. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a few out here that does that. You know what I say? A few. Now, you can look at the numbers, you know, between the people. You know, it might seem like a lot. But it's not because, you know, it's the truth that leaders are readers. That's a true statement. Leaders are readers. Now. It's also true that <laughs> nothing is 100%. It's also true that there's a there's a percentage of people who don't do that. It's also true that there's folks who get lucky. It's also true that, and see, what I try to tell people all the time and tell you, because you've been going through this one for about four or five years with me, that that's just not the norm. Now, if you want to bank on that, and that you might hit it because of something else, okay. I'll let you go with that number. But I'm telling you, we're in the process of building and duplicating. And if a person you're not reading, and if you think that you're going to recruit 
thousands and thousands of people that don't read and they just gonna go out here and win uh i don't i don't see that <laughs> we are conditioned we are programmed to lose in order to deprogram and reprogram we must read or i even said today last night that you can actually if you saturate yourself with audios on a regular basis there's a possibility that that happens because some people learn that way but a lot of folks don't you know we we why do you think that they didn't want us to read anything except the bible why do you think that if you got caught reading something thought-provoking mind-provoking things that you know they would kill you man they would don't let that guy read that book there of the psychology of winning. Or don't, don't let him read. Do not give him that information. Don't, don't let him. As a matter of fact, the teacher who's teaching him that, we're going to kill him too. Not only are we going to catch the one who's trying to read, we're going to kill the one who's teaching him. Reading, no, we don't want you doing that. We don't want you getting that knowledge that you maybe start believing yourself. You don't want, you don't want to know. We don't want you to know why you think the way you think. No, we don't want you to know that. We don't want you to know about books like the magic of believing and other. No, no. Don't do that. Do not do that, folks. We can't, we can't, we can't do that. You just can't, you know what I'm saying? So I've seen people have major success that are not readers. But guess what? They might be car salesmen. They might be computer salesmen. They might be, you know, those people, you know, all they need is themselves. They got to get up every morning. They got to go do it. They don't need anybody else to help them sell a car. They got to, but if you're building a team, and you want people to duplicate success. First of all, you got to start getting that mindset right. You got to get those thoughts right. You got to, you can't get, I see people right now. I know some people right now that, that they don't read. And watch this. I was talking about a person last night. This person grew up in a household where success was just there. You know, their family just did just, successful things and they always won and and the child saw that they just and that was built in that child at that age they just won you know they didn't they had other things especially when you get stuff passed down to you you know what i'm saying when you get you know just money after money transferred through generation after generations and then you just you just you that that slate that you heard at an early age it's just there that winning thought, that winning mindset is just there. You just, it's just there. It's just like that poor thinking, that that um that mindset of we can't win in life. It's just there for people. It's just there. So then. 
he follows up with this question. But why do you think some people have the mindset of I deserve to win and I deserve more? Even if they have if, even if they have enough. It's I don't know. I can't answer that. Some people are born that way. Why do you think some people are just faster than others? Why do you think that some people have a skill that just gives them, you know, why do you think my nephew is six five in the eighth grade? You know, why do you it's a lot of things to think. But one thing you don't want to think is that that can happen for you when you you can't do that. You got to look at the percentages and say, wait a minute. The likelihood of me being so successful in my mind and my thoughts and my way and the likelihood of me bringing in other people to duplicate me and they're thinking the same way and they're thinking that that's not because think about it. How do you get those thoughts that you have now? How do you get the program you have now? It's like I was talking to a young lady last night and she was saying that uh, her son is doing this and that and doing this and that. And, and I said to her, I said, I wonder where you get that from. You know how Les Brown says, <laughs> like Les Brown says, the lady was waiting on him after the, after the uh, uh, presentation. He said, he, she finally got to him. She said, Mr. Brown. Oh, Mr. Brown, Mr. Brown, Mr. Brown, I need you to help me. He said, yes, ma'am, what can I do for you? It's my son. He said, what's wrong with his son? He just ain't motivated. He just ain't motivated. <laughs> Les Brown said, I wonder why. <laughs> Look at the tree that the apple fell from. <laughs> so, you know, if the apple fell from a tree that all they talked about was the man got his foot on my neck. I don't know how I'm going to make it. I got to get me three jobs. I got to, you know, I got to go out here. And, and then this, this, you know, this lady a crook and they're crook. And, you know, and all that stuff was programmed at an early slate. Yeah, that's what you're going to hear. Or you grew up in a household that, man, I'm going to buy this. I'm going to buy that. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And. You know, and you wind up doing all that and don't have anything left. That's what they do too. And it's copycat. It's copycat. That's why. But if you go around here banking that because you don't read and you have success, and you go around here banking that. The people that you bring on board and the people they 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 bring on board don't have to read. They don't have to change the mindset. They came from a poor middle-class neighborhood and they just going to have success come to them and their thought patterns just going to change from watching the news, from watching all the stupid TV shows. From the, If you think that's going to happen, I got to come up with a new statement. I can't, I can't use the bridge no more. I got a bridge I want to sell you. Won't happen. Won't happen, Captain. Won't happen. That's why we have numbers and numbers of people that just, you know, you say, well, Tony, I, you know, I, I brought in 200 people. 
and my check ain't really, I should be at this level. I said, let me see the list. Let me see your folks. Let me see the people you brought in. Show them to me. Let me see them. And you look at them, you're like, uh-huh. They ain't picked up a book since Huck was a puck. People say, who's that? You know Huckleberry Hound? The old Huckleberry Hound? They ain't picked up a book since he was a puppy. Ain't read a book since Jimmy Carter was in office. The last book they read was uh, Beowulf, talking about Grendel's mother, or how George Washington chopped down the cherry tree and Abe Lincoln returned to a quarter, 25 miles. Walked 25 miles to give a man a quarterback. That's the last books they read, if they read those. And they flipping through the channels every day, listening to the negative news. Every image on there that's negative is showing you. Every image on there that's nothing positive showing you. Nothing, and they supposed to come up out of here and go make calls every day and believe they can win and have success in their life. And they supposed to just do that because, you know, you I ain't read no books. Oh, really? How do they do that? Tell me how that's working. Tell me how that's working when you talk to 90% of people, 95% of successful people, and they talk about the things they read. They talk about the things that, you know, that they've learned through being in the right environment and, you know, picking up the right books and, you know, listening to the right audios. Like I said, I, I give you a break you know, on the audios. I say, if you can listen to those a lot and document that because you got to hear something that's different from the process that you heard growing up. And you got to understand that what you heard growing up in a poverty or middle-class neighborhood, what could you have heard that said you successful? What could you have heard on a regular basis? Because if, if you heard that, then you wouldn't be in a poverty or middle-class neighborhood. Hmm. Somebody bring me a... Uh, a handkerchief so I can wipe this sweat off my face right now. Breathe. Because I ain't gonna, I'm not gonna be on here telling you that. Just the Lord gonna make a way for you. Just be a kind person, be nice, and, uh, and God's gonna do it. I'm, this is not Joel Osteen to tell you 35 times in 30 minutes, God's gonna do it for you. Don't worry, God's gonna do it. Don't worry, God's going to do it. You just sit back and God's going to do it. And don't worry, God's going to do it and God's going to do it. No, 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 no. God has given you the strength, the knowledge, the skills to go do it. You do it. You do it, folks. God God is giving you all of that. He ain't going to do it. It's funny that when we talk about God's going to do it, it always has something to do with money. Why don't we wake up in the morning and sit, sit at, our, at the end of our bed and say, man, don't worry about washing your face, man. God's going to do that. Why you worry about that? Why you worry about brushing your teeth? God's going to brush your teeth for you. Take a shower. God's going to do that. You know, God's going to drive you to work. God's going to do it. Why we don't say that? But it comes to doing business and making money. Oh, yeah, the Lord going to do it. If, if, if it ain't happening for me, that means the Lord don't want me to have it. 
No, that means you just you ain't doing what you're supposed to do every single day. The skills, the knowledge, and everything he's giving you to do. You're not reading what you're supposed to read. You're not changing your life and your thoughts. God got to do that, but everything else you can do. <laughs> don't worry about, you know, you know, don't worry about, uh, you know, finding this girl or finding this guy. We want to, we're going to, you know, wind up, you know, maybe getting married. And so we married and then you, you lay in the bed and she laying in the bed and both of y'all thinking, hmm. Do we have some intimate and both of y'all saying, don't worry about, don't worry about doing that because God's going to do it for us. So you land on one side of bed, they land on the other side, waiting on God. God's going to do it for us. God's going to, really? No, God kind of showed you how to do that. You kind of know how to do that. You learn that somehow. You know what to do. You know what to do. <laughs> so I get a text here from my man Lou. He says that Albert E. N. Gray, common denominator success, guaranteed everyone who has been or is top of their uh, respected craft have developed the habit of doing the things that others, uh, the majority, does not habitually do. And reading is the common tool that's a positive outcome, no matter the craft. And guess what? No matter what craft, others are not reading. No, that's and the ones that are reading, nine times out of ten, they have a success in some form or fashion if they keep reading. See, I had this conversation last night too. You can't read and you stop reading. You can't see you can't read five books and say, well, that ain't working. Now, you might a person might read five books and it helps them and it starts to work. You might have to read 15. You might have to read 20. You might have to read 30 or 40, 50. You might have to, because the environment you grew up in, we don't know what you heard every day in that household. We don't know what you thought. We don't know. Who was getting beat in that household? Like my, I, you know, I, I, it took me a long time to realize because my mother never said anything that my grandfather used to beat my grandmother. And they saw that. And that thought process in their mind was there. And the things that they thought about when, in life, you know, my mother, it took a long time for her to say that racist cops always stopped her walking down the street when she was going to other neighborhoods to go knock on their door to clean their house. See, my mother don't talk about a lot of that, but she would tell me sometimes when I finally get it out of her that she would walk to other neighborhoods and knock on white people's door and say, can I clean your house? Then she would clean the house. They'd give her a little nothing. Then she had to walk back to her neighborhood. And when she did that, racist cops sitting around, shining flashlights on them, pulling car lights on them, pulling them over. Now, that thought process you have to change that some form of fashion. I mean, it's, it's, it, <laughs> come on, folks. 
Just think about it. It just makes, well, I guess common sense ain't that common. You, you listen to Mr. Lewis Fields, you can hear that he educated himself right there being incarcerated. He read books and, and the language that he uses, the things that he say comes from that. There's nobody going to sit up in a place and, and change their thought process, you know, without doing that. He talked about people sitting up in those prisons for years, never would pick up a book. And they came out the same way they went in, even worse. I said, man, are you serious? He said, no, I'm telling you. All they did is lay in the bed, watch TV all day, come and, and made it through that. It came out into the world with nothing. And the challenge is we don't hear this a lot in our world that we live in because the people who are talking don't, they, look, again, let's, let, let me say this again. If all you're going to do, and I'm not saying that's nothing, I'm, don't, I'm not disrespecting working a job, but if that's what you're going to do every day, all day, it's a lot of things you don't need to read because you have instructions. They bring you on board. You've already been trained to do this and do that. We're not trying to train you to think more. We want you to just follow the orders we're giving you. So you don't have to do all that. But when you decide to step outside of that system, that box, that status quo, and you decide to do something that the world doesn't agree with, like what we do in business, the world, you better get your mind right. You better get your thoughts right. You better start believing that you can win. You better change your environment. You better start feeding your mind. You better because that's the answer. Because that's why we stop making the calls. That's why we stop prospecting. That's why because our thoughts are, man, this ain't going to work. They told me growing up that I ain't going to be nothing. My daddy wasn't nothing. They told me in my neighborhoods wasn't nothing happening. You know, they told me that. And now I see, why am I trying to do this? Why am I trying to do that? Why am I trying? To... That's what your thoughts are telling you. You know what your thoughts are telling you that? Because you hadn't fed it anything else. But the news, and guess what the news show you every 15 minutes? The start, the top 15 minutes of every news channel in every city is criminals like us <laughs> that look like us showing us doing stuff like that. Then you got the television raising your kids and they sitting at home watching that. So that's what they believe they're supposed to do. Anytime you see somebody successful, you don't see that image. Folks, it starts in our mind. <laughs> it starts changing the environment. It's funny how... If you could change the environment without doing certain things, like, for example, <clears throat> if you could take us out of the environment, put us in a wealthy environment for a year, we'll be a different individual, even if we didn't read books because of the environment. But guess what? In that environment that's wealthy, you're going to see bookshelves. You're going to see book. It's a, it's a rarity that you... In a wealthy neighborhood, and what that people, all the people in those neighborhoods said, I ain't nobody read. Look, 
the same person who texted me <laughs> and said, hey, I, re I read a lot, but that didn't help me. This guy showed me five years ago, I'm going to go find it, that he had moved into a neighborhood where he can walk down the street and picture this. You know how your mailbox, you know how your mailbox look, you know, the one that stands right there at the end of the driveway and the mailman come put it in there. He showed me a picture of a, a box that's like three times that size. And it was in the neighborhood. And guess what was in the box? Books. Guess what they do? A kid would go in there and grab one of those books and go home and read it. Guess what he did when he finished? He put it back in that box. So another kid would come by and grab a book. He'd go home and read. He put it back in that box. That's the neighborhood he moved in. You had those boxes with nothing but books in it. It wasn't no, it wasn't, you know, no um 50 shades of gray in there. It wasn't no, you know. The Holocaust novels in there. He lay on the beach and the sun shines on the back of the person as he puts his arms around her neck and holds her breast. That was in there. <laughs> Why do we fight the thing that the man didn't want us to do? Remember? Okay, now he says, bro, you keep digging a deeper hole. The books can help a person climb the corporate ladder. Fortune 500 CEOs better be reading. They have a board of directors that they have to answer to. Okay, now, aren't you the Fortune 5, uh, aren't you the CEO of your business? Aren't you the CEO of your business? So you better be reading. You know what I'm saying? If you're the CEO of your business, you can't be the CEO of your business and not read. You say, well, yes, yeah, people like that. <laughs> Boy, you keep digging, keep digging. He said, I didn't say folks should read. Okay, what you saying? Come on back. Bring it on back around. <laughs> If anything, they need to be doing more than anything is reading. Even when you're losing, you should be reading because it's, you're going to get better because you're going to hear new thoughts, hear new words to say, hear new stories to tell, hear things that the people you're talking to, they ain't never heard it before. You start talking to them about some things, they get shocked. They're like, Man, this person here know a little bit. I might need to follow them. You're not saying the same thing everybody else say. Get on in as quick, as fast. You can make money. You can do all the stuff that everybody else say. You don't You don't even sound like them no more. Your, your whole thing sounds different. They like, hmm, something about this person. I need to, I need to follow, man. Somebody, because they not saying the same thing everybody else say. It's fast, it's quick, you can make money, timing, you can just jump on in and Again, we go follow, we go find some people who have made success 
or become successful and they don't talk about it and they're not reading. Yeah, you can always go find them. That's a small percentage, but that don't make, you can go do it. Hmm. Okay, here he comes back. Here you go. I'm saying that all folks who win have a mindset, I deserve to win. Okay, where did they get that from? So you're saying that many folks read and they should read, but they never acquired mindset of deserve to win. Now, I've always said that. This is what I always say. You can read, read, read. And there's a chance, a strong chance that you won't be successful. I'm not saying that you will just by reading because there's things you have to do with that. But I can promise you this, 99% of people, if you don't read, you ain't got a chance at all. You don't have a fighting chance at all. 99% of people, you ain't got a fighting chance if all you do is wake up, turn on the news, go to work every day, come home, turn on the television and watch or get on social media and play around, you ain't got a fighting chance. At least if you read, at least if you do these things on a daily basis, you know, listen to audios and all, you got a chance. It ain't no guarantee because what you have to do is take the stuff that the book says and go do it. So it ain't no guarantee you're going to do it, but it is a guarantee that if you don't do that, you ain't got a fighting chance. It don't show me one or two people or this person did. And, you know, I said, I had a guy on my team 10 years ago, so I always say, well, Tony, you know, uh, <clears throat> I just like to get up and go do it. I just want to go out here and hustle. That's all I do. I get up every morning and go do it. If people got up every morning and went to do it like me, yeah. <laughs> if if was a fifth, we all be drunk too. It doesn't work like that. You And I, I used to tell them all the time. I was like, man, you're not getting on the conference calls. And so your whole team is not. I said, okay. I give it to you. You got it. You the hustler. You can go do it without reading. But them jokers that you brought on, they need this. So at least get on there and fake and say, hey, I'm, I'm on the calls. I'm the, at least get on there and fake because those people who don't have a chance, they might have a chance if they got on there and listened to it over and over. But to believe that they're going to be like you because you're a hustler and you got it built inside of you, you're going to go out here and do it. And they ain't going to get, they're not going to get, uh, you know, on the mindset training, the thoughts that they need to have and all that. You think they're going to go do it? Boy, you in fantasy land. You are in fantasy land. You think because they see you doing it, that they're going to go do it. Really? You say, well, everybody ain't doing what they're supposed to do. True. Why is why are we not doing what we're supposed to do? Then we're going to come back with, we lazy. We just lazy, we won't do anything. Okay, let's go with lazy. Why are we lazy? And you not. 
Well, they just won't do nothing. Okay, why they just won't do nothing? And you doing something and you say you don't read. So what is it? It's the environment, first of all. The people around them ain't doing them. Why are the people around them not doing anything? Because they ain't read nothing. They not doing anything. They ain't changed their life. You go in the house, you got a better chance. Let me see. You got a better chance of finding Oprah Winfrey sleeping in one of the bedrooms than if you go through that whole house and find two books that dealt with your thought process and the person that you are. I put my money on you having Oprah Winfrey in the, in one of the bedrooms, or um, you know Jay Z sleeping in another one, which is the likelihood of that ain't gonna happen. But that's a better chance of going through the whole house and trying to find two books on why I think this way, or why am I like this, and why am I person? You got a better chance of doing that. It's like I say when we talk about health and wellness. You go through most African-American homes, you might find Flintstones in there. You might find that. And they ain't being used. They just, they got a bottle of Flintstones in somewhere. They never thought about taking care of their health and all that. Come on, man. I'm feeling this today. Give me another text. Come on. Folks need to be listening to audio daily, but most won't. Okay. I agree. Why do you think they won't? Where that come from? Could it come from the family they grew up in? Who ain't read, who never read anything, but, you know, I, <laughs> Jack and Jill, uh, uh, <laughs> where do you think that came from? <laughs> they ain't going to listen to no audios. Okay, I agree. You know, I, I was the guy who made all the CDs back in the day and gave them out to people. If any of y'all remember, <clears throat> probably but a few on the call could remember that. I think Tammy, but you remember we used to do events and every quarter we would have 1,500 people, 1,000 to 1,500 people at our events every quarter. And what I would do is I would print up CDs, like six or seven different mindset CDs that I did. Some of the calls were recorded. And we would sit up or we would get into a hotel room and I'd get seven or eight people to volunteer. And boy, we get in there and we'll stack them CDs together and we put them in plastic bags. We'll stack them some more. That thing was a four or five hour process to put all of them together for 1,500 people because guess what? I handed it to them on the way out the door. Everybody who paid to get in, on the way out the door, I handed them six or seven copies of CDs audios to listen to and you know them folk put that in their trunk and i said oh you open the trunk they still sitting over in the corner matter of fact i would give them cds to pass down to their group and say look not only do you listen to this get these out 
Not only did they not listen to him, they never passed him out to some people. Yeah, they watching back-to-back -back Martin. Hmm. <laughs> This joker here, I have to go through with every six months. It'll be six months from now. He come back with it again. <laughs> he come back with it again. Yeah, okay. Okay. I have some good stuff I was going to go over today too, but we'll go over it Monday. Think I did enough for the day, hopefully. But guess what? Experts say that if there's 100 people on this call, four or five of y'all really grasped that and got it. The rest of y'all are like, uh, do, 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 do. that was, a, you know, how y'all lead church. Oh, that was a good call. What are you talking about? Oh, man, he just, you know, it was a good call. Mindset. Well, what do you talk about? You take notes? Oh, no, no, I ain't, you know, you're good. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> See, the school system knew that that was what you're going to do. They knew that you was not going to grab the, everything that you need to grab to be programmed in life. You know, they know why they knew that? That's why they said you're going to be in school for 12 years, four, five hours a day, we're going to force this down your throat. We're going to force it to where you hear so much that you become a robot and you operate down throughout that system the same way everybody else operates. So you get in your environment, in your neighborhood, same way everybody else operates. Say the same thing. Do me a favor. Go to work today. And ask your coworkers. Give me a name of a good book you read lately. Well, uh, you know, I I just read the Bible. That's all I need. <laughs> Go to your doctor right before you get ready to have surgery. Go in his office. You're getting ready to have, you know, a triple heart bypass. You're about to have bypass surgery. Go in his office and sit at his desk and look for his bookshelf and see it's just the Bible sitting over there. You say, well, where are your medical books and all that? Oh, I just read the Bible. Well, how you learn how to do surgery and cut on people? And oh, it's just, I just read the Bible. Well, how you learn about how people can bleed to death right down the surgery table? And did you get taught that from books that you? Oh, no, I just read the Bible. That's all I need. The B-I-B-L-E. That's all. Need nothing else. That's all I need. You know, I don't need nothing else. I know you're looking now, your wife, your daughter, your cousin, everybody looking now like, this the food we're going to let cut on our loved one? 
this the food that we need to go check and see if he really thought we he just got the Bible in here on his bookshelf. He just ain't ain't nothing else. He says all he to eat. So then you you want to be successful in your business. You want to be, you know, successful learning how to, you know, deal with rejection, how to talk to people, how to sell, how to do all that. And I said, well, tell me some of the books you read. Oh, I just read the Bible. It's all I need. It's all I need. You need to know. I don't, well, tell me how you learn about building teams and, you know, is in the Bible. How you learn how to deal with people in the, it's always right there in the Bible, you know. The complaint in the Bible, too. Yeah, I just, you know, right there in Proverbs. Your complaint, yeah, that's all I read. It's all I need. All I need is the Bible. No, let me say this. You do need the Bible, <laughs> and you do need to read it. But there's a lot of other things you need to read. Hmm. All right. Lost my voice today doing this. But thank you for giving me that topic. <laughs> thank you, sir. Now, see, you need to say this. Go back and listen to the replay tonight, twice. Figure out what's the name of this one. So when it comes out, I'm going to give you a name. Let me see. This is what I want to name this. Um, all I read is the Bible. That's all I need. No, don't do that because people are going to see that and they think, yeah, I agree with him. So I don't need to listen to that. Let me think of something. What are we going to name this one? Um, what are we going to name this one? Call it every six months I have to say the same thing to this person. That's what we're going to call it. Every six months, <laughs> I do the same thing. <laughs> mm. In my man, but he keep coming back at different angles, trying to switch it up. <laughs> I know what you're doing. I see it. I see what you're doing. You can't. <laughs> Let me come at this angle. No, I see it. I see it. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, you can look a gift horse in the face and not know what you're looking at. And I feel like, you know, I'm looking at the gift horse. I'm just one of the ones that notice what I'm looking at. You know what I mean? It's actually an incredible time. It's like a gold rush. It's never been a time like this. In our generation, it's our equivalent of the gold rush when everybody moved to California. This technology has empowered everybody. It, it, it's giving people, you know, you, it's as big as, as you want to make it. And, you know, it's as far as you want to take it. And we could quote a gang of things going on in the world right now, or just, you know, accept it as being true. But, you know, it's like, man, giants gonna crumble. Big, big companies gonna crumble. New companies gonna pop up out of nowhere. And it, it's gonna be dramatic right now. And I believe it. That's how I know, 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 that's how I knew that I was different, that's how I know, 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 that's how I know.
That's how I knew. That's how I knew that I was different.